We haven't seen anything like this in the past ever. Losing money, doing stupid things. I actually wanted to be a footballer, which is a little bit depressing for a lot of people. If you do out of 100 things, just one thing wrong and oof, it's gone. Welcome to Cointelegraph's Crypto Trading Secrets Podcast. Hey everyone, BJ Pyrus here. This episode's guest is Mohit Surat. Mohit is a crypto trader who mainly participates in derivatives trading. Mohit has a background in engineering and got into crypto in 2017. Okay, here's Mohit Surat. Hey Mohit, great uh, to get you on Crypto Trading Secrets. Hey BJ, thank you for having me, it's a pleasure. Awesome, so we'll dive into this and your background more in a bit. But I was just curious briefly here, are you more of a trader or an analyst? And what do you currently do in crypto and for a career in general? So basically, we are hardcore traders. Core of our trading is trend following and in the derivative markets. And apart from that, we also do some options trading, but that is on the smaller portion of our portfolio. The trend following that we do is mostly Bitcoin and Ethereum because that is where the liquidity is. Gotcha. So you're basically a full-time crypto trader then? Yeah. Or crypto in mainstream markets or just crypto? Crypto, just crypto. Cool. So normally the show consists of three segments. First is finding the bottom where I ask guests what they think about Bitcoin's price. 2023 is more than halfway over now. Bitcoin has seen prices under $17,000 and above $31,000 all inside of 2023, according to Cointelegraph's Bitcoin price index chart. From a macro longer term view, What's your opinion on the price of Bitcoin taking into account 2023 so far, as well as the months ahead? Yeah, so 2023 has been quite different as opposed to the past years of price action that we have seen on Bitcoin. For starters, the volatility model that we have, it has signaled that the low regime that we have seen this year, we haven't seen anything like this in the past ever for Bitcoin especially. And the only synthesis I can draw from that is that the longer this consolidates in this range, the higher the chances are that once a rally begins, the spring that has been held is going to just explode and markets will be in full proper rally lasting for months. Also, back in January, I was talking to, I think, Boris from Cointelegraph. And then we were discussing even then that the price of Bitcoin was around 17k at that time. And we have rallied almost twice, not really twice, but around 80% from there. And my stance is still the same that we have seen the worst in 2022. And I do not think that the price is going to retest those levels that we saw when FTX collapsed. Having said that, we, uh, there might be some pullbacks in the future even right now, but I am really excited for 2024 and 2025, especially Bitcoin, yeah. So it sounds like you think Bitcoin has bottomed already. Did I hear you right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Even our positions, are most of our spot holdings have been deployed through the course of this year into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And as of now, all our algos are long BTC indeed. Interesting. So do you think Bitcoin is still in a bear market? It doesn't sound like it. I don't think uh, it's in a bear market. We are past that stage. 
Gotcha. So do you want to just dive into a little bit more on what impacts your thoughts on that? What might change your opinions, etc.? So the key level that I'm looking at, strictly in terms of price, is somewhere around 20-22k if there is acceptance of price below that level on broader time frames for example the 3d or even one week then i think we are in trouble and price may go much lower but the, i assign the probability of that to be very less i do not think we are going there interesting so what do you think has impacted bitcoin's price the most so far in 2023 the most recent one that comes to mind is the bunch of ETF filings that have been going around, especially in the US, in I think Australia, if I'm not wrong. Then there was one in France. So that is quite positive. And apart from that, once FTX blew up, there was literally no one left to sell. So it's a case of sellers non-existent in the market who would sell at 16K, 17K. And, you know, that's when bottoms form, when the selling stops, not when the buying begins. So that was also a major factor for price to stabilize at those levels. Gotcha. So what do you think will impact Bitcoin's price the most for the rest of 2023? I think halving is going to be a super strong narrative, as we have seen in the past as well. Fundamentally, it's huge in itself. The new issuance is going to be halved, of course. And then the hype it brings to the ecosystem is unparalleled. There's nothing like that event in crypto where everyone is looking forward to it. The media starts writing. There's a big snowball effect that starts to take place. So that is one big event that I'm looking forward to. That is, the halving is somewhere around April in 2024. So there's not much time left for the halving. So that's the next big narrative. Interesting. And you said something that kind of piqued my interest earlier. I'm kind of delayed in, in revisiting this in your comments, but I'm wondering, you mentioned this cycle seems different than all of the ones in the past. Do you just want to kind of go into a little bit more detail on comparing and contrasting like what you mean by that and like previous cycles versus now? Sure. So when I said that, what I really meant was as per the volatility model that we have in-house, there's times where, you know, Bitcoin bottoms and then there is lull period. There is consolidation in the price and then the price starts to rally. So typically that's how we have seen bottoms in the past. But this time around, the price did go to 16, 17K and it found a bottom there. But the pace at which it has begun to rally is extremely slow to even more quantify it. So usually when we see consolidation for probably two to three months, then you get to see a few breakouts and then there's an explosive rally that takes place, which shoots up our volatility indicator. Whereas this time around, it's been the entire 2023. Our uh, model has spent the entire year in that low range. It hasn't really broken out, which means the small rallies that we have seen have not impacted the volatility in the market. So we haven't seen any volatility in 2023 yet, which is a little bit depressing for a lot of people, but on the brighter side, when I look at it, I think in the future, this compression will bring good amount of expansion. So the longer it compresses here, the expansion is going to be much more stronger and beautiful. Gotcha. So what do you think about future possible Bitcoin cycles? Do you think the Bitcoin bull and bear cycles will continue? I think they will, because this, what we have witnessed till now, and we will keep witnessing is the brand new asset 
coming into existence and then creating a place for itself in the world. And we are so far away from gold. I mean, the biggest comparison that used to come for Bitcoin earlier was with gold, but we haven't even reached there. I think it has much more as a tech, as an asset, it has much more value than gold, in my opinion. So there are going to be cycles. Also because there's one interesting point that people don't really have the real time, I'm digressing a little bit, but people don't really have places to gamble their money and go into derivatives exchange. I mean, really just go full digital mode that they can do in crypto online. And everyone right now is online. People are spending more than what half of their waking time on the phone and on the internet. And it's going to increase. So people are going to gamble. People are going to invest their money in crypto, which is why the boom and bust cycles happen because greed and everything just, it goes beyond the norm. So you see like 80, 85% corrections. I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. At least five to 10 years, this is going to keep going to happen. That makes sense. So as much as you're comfortable, talk to me about your background. When you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? I actually wanted to be a footballer. <laughs> so when you say, let me stop you for a second. When you say footballer, are you talking about like soccer in the US? Soccer, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I got into soccer really early on, but my father, he's in the Indian Army, so he had me live a quite a disciplined life. And you might have heard Asians and South Asians, they're particular about their kids acing in the school as opposed to getting to sports. So yeah, that happened. And then when I grew up, I was, uh, so parents have a big say in children's future. So I got into engineering. I did my D-Tech in electrical engineering. I worked in a couple of startups after that. I tried different roles. I did marketing. I did software development as well. And back in 2017 is when I got into crypto. Yeah, it's been one great journey post that. <laughs> gotcha. You sound like you're mostly a trader or do you also invest or both or kind of how do you balance the two if you do both? We are mostly traders, but we do take positional bets as well on our collateral and but those are quite longer term bets, I would say probably two, three years. Having been in crypto for a longer time has at least made us a bit aware of the cycles and we get a decent idea of when to, you know, go in and then when to sell our spot holdings. So we do practice that with our collateral, but I would still say core of our trading is in derivative markets. And that brings me to two different questions. So when you say we, who are you referencing? So it's uh, me and my partner, Ankita Dilwad. Gotcha. And when you talk about your trading, how long are you, do you typically hold positions for? Um, like, what does it look like for you to enter and exit a trade um, and your kind of timeline on that? So our style is basically a one where the win rate is lesser. It's even less than 40%. And the losing trades are shorter in duration. So for example, we will have probably 10 to 12 trades in a month when there is chop consolidation. And when a winning trade comes, it would typically last for one and a half to two months, even three months. That is when a trend comes. So it's sort of that. So more like swing trading, it sounds like. Yeah, you could say that. Cool. And then how would you describe your trading strategy? So is it technical analysis based? Kind of what do you look for? So it's technical analysis based. Yes, there are literally no fundamentals involved in the strategy. It's pure historical price data 
fed into the algo and the algo that we have is a role based algorithm so literally all of the bitcoin's past price data of 12 years is taken into account and based on that based on a few patterns that we have recognized we have multiple algos we have multiple trading systems where there is a breakout trading system there is a purely trend based system that we have deployed on bitcoin and ethereum and how did you learn your style of trading it's actually funny <laughs> because we kind of went broke in 2018 because we thought we were <laughs> geniuses holding on to the icos that we put our money in and that is when uh, we actually sat down and we didn't really have background of finance or trading we were engineers both of us so it was a case of jumping and building the parachute on the way down so back in 2019 we first learned about trading systems how to build them and parallelly we had to lose more in the markets pay the tuition fees to the market in order to become profitable so it took us another half an year or so and that is when everything fell into place and now we had the systems ready and we were profitable do you have any like coding or programming experience in general and do you apply that to your trading yeah it certainly helped that we both had a uh, programming experience from our jobs in the startups earlier so it sort of came naturally for us as long as it meant that we had to the rules that we had we had to code them but getting profitable was whole another beast that we had to figure out still but knowing programming definitely helped so how did you figure out your edge that's an interesting question <laughs> i would say it's sort of a journey so when we started we were doing all sorts of mistakes losing money doing stupid things and once we are on that journey we started studying more into the accounts of people who have traded in the past for example somebody some guy who would have made a million dollars back in the you know, 1980s or 1990s what sort of strategies did they use how did their edge came about so we actually looked at a lot of past traders as well while losing money in the markets ourselves so that whole journey of keep losing money in the market is what actually gave us an edge because you could lose doing just if you do out of 100 things just one thing wrong and oof it's gone whereas for everything to fall into place you have to do everything right so that's how we actually arrived at our edge gotcha moving into the final segment here which is the next bull run if i'm not mistaken it sounded like you said bitcoin is no longer in a bear market uh, in your opinion correct yeah that's true so would you say that it's currently in a bull market or is there another phase in there that you would classify bitcoin as currently i would say we are in consolidation as of now anything above 32k is bull market territory for me in my opinion that should take us to 48k in the medium term which is the first real resistance that we might see in the shorter term gotcha so we're kind of like in an in between period here is what you're saying yeah yeah interesting and you kind of answered the next question or two on that but what do you think might happen after bitcoin has moved into a bull market how do you think things will play out in the months following if the rally begins then i think 48k would be the first big stop that i see also because of the longer low volatility we have seen here in this price range i strongly believe that there is not a lot of time that bitcoin is going to spend around 48k or 45k or 50k or those levels 
once we hit that level, we might see a bit of a dip, some consolidation. But overall, I think we are in for a strong rally. It may come in 2023 or 2024, nobody knows. But I think the pit stops are going to be less in the future. The rally is going to behave as it did in 2016 and 17. That's my guess right now. So how will you look to try and figure out the timeline of Bitcoin's next bull run and how long it might last? I think it's fair to say that two years is a good time for the rallies to take place. Anything beyond two years, if the price is really high at that point, by really high, I mean at least three to four X of the previous all-time high, which was 65K. So that is really high territory for me as of now. Having said that, Bitcoin has had in the past... At least for me, I would try to predict a price and then it overshoot by a long margin. I've seen that happen with me in the past, so anything could happen. But yeah, two years is a fair enough time for the rallies to kind of plateau and top up. But that's quite long into the future, so it's anybody's guess. It sounds like you're saying you think this potential upcoming bull run might be more similar to 2017 than 2020-2021. Can you maybe explain your thoughts on that a little bit more? Yeah. So in 2016-17, what we saw was, again, a low volatility regime before the rally began. And the low volatility regime that we saw was for a shorter time period. Whereas I have seen similar low vol regime right now, but the time period has been longer than that when we compare both the scenarios. So that is one main reason for me to think that the price is going to behave in a similar fashion. Maybe it will overshoot more, but there are similarities between the two periods because of the volatility that we have seen until now. Gotcha. So do you think Bitcoin's price will ever flatten out and stop having such large bull and bear market price swings? I think yes. Yeah. Anything beyond a 10 trillion market cap or 10 to 20, I think post that, the cycles will dampen. The cycles will be there, but the extremities will definitely take a step back. Interesting. And last few questions here. So what role do you think Bitcoin plays as an asset? Why do you think people are willing to invest in it? I know you kind of touched on this a little bit already. I mean, for me, it's quite simple, really. In the entire history of mankind, there was never a method for somebody sitting in a place and then they wanted to send, let's say, a few million dollars or even a billion dollars to somebody else across the earth. And for lesser fees, for minimal time, nobody, no intermediate party in between to you know keep track of your transaction. It's a powerful thing that never existed. And it exists now. So I think that's just one big point for Bitcoin to have value. Gotcha. And what could potentially make Bitcoin go extinct, if anything, in your opinion? I think if somebody figured out a way to crack seed phrases, if they built a supercomputer. There have been some rumors in the past, people saying, oh, if they could build such a computer that who calculates at X amount of speed, then you could crack a seed phrase within a shorter period of time. That, or if people figure out a way to attack the chain itself, gain control of the hash power. So that is also one big worry. Neither of those things, I think, are going to happen. But yeah, those two factors are quite pivotal. Interesting. But it sounds like, like you said, it sounds like you don't think there's high risk of those, either of those happening. Yeah, it's Lindy at play. The, Lindy effect. the more time Bitcoin spends being alive, the more chances of its survival increase. Cool. Thank you so much for 
coming on the, the show here and chatting. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Awesome. You as well. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening in and we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Crypto Trading Secrets presented by Cointelegraph. We'll catch you next time.